pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to the Review of Death, your fortnightly home for Doctor Who news and reviews. I am Matthew Toffolo. This is Billy Garrett John. Hello. Hello. Now, Matt, not an awful lot has happened for us to discuss. No, but something did happen the week we interviewed Arl yes. that we didn't talk about. What was that? Season two being released on Blu-ray as part of the collection. Oh, yeah. That's oh, exciting. Yeah. It is exciting. Um, I was going to ask something about classic seasons later. Okay. But I suppose we can get round to it now, because today we're going to be talking about the Abominable Snowmen. Omni Padmeum. Indeed. Mm. Which is, bless you, which has just come out <laughs> on DVD, Blu-ray, shiny, shiny Blu-ray. That's mm. a steel disc, uh, uh, yeah, steel box thing. Um, and I was looking at the episodes in that season. It's in season five. Yeah. It's a absolute cracker of a season. It's a really good season. Which is the best black and white season of Doctor Who? Ooh, I think that's probably, possibly the one, isn't it? Yeah, do you reckon? I think it is. I think Wheel lets it down a little bit. Wheel lets it down and the Ice Warriors is a bit yeah, iffy. Yeah, that's seven parts, isn't it? It's six, but it feels like seven. Oh, okay, God. <laughs> I, I, and we'll get round to it later, but I don't think I'm wired for six parters. No? Uh, just in general. Yeah. But yeah, season two, that's really exciting. There's a really good feature about David Whittaker that's on that set that I worked on for two days that was brilliant fun. Yeah. And it's very enlightening about the man. And going into it being like, I didn't realise we only had one photograph of David Whittaker. No, not me. And now we come out of this with an awful lot of really interesting stuff about David Whittaker. So look forward to that. Um, the trailer was brilliant. Oh, I think the, that's the, the best, best one. one. Yeah. 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 Really good. Um, that and Sylv coming back in 24 Carat. Those are definitely That was really good, wasn't it? Two. Yeah. Um, and some of those early ones with Katie were good, like the, the They were nice, they were nice, they um, were really good. The one I didn't really get mm. was the one with Nicola Bryant. Yes. That one felt a bit weird. Yeah. I was like, oh, of all the things to revisit, mm. the King Your Crown Loss thing, which felt weird anyway. Yeah, it did. It, I mean, I, I've never bought it as an ending for Perry. No. And I think to have it almost canonised yeah. now, I mean... Doctor Who's canon is all over the place, but mm. it's one of those things where you think, I'd rather just pretend that she died yeah. in Mind World. <laughs> Not for any other reason than the fact that... <laughs> for the integrity of the character. And it's a great ending. It's a really good ending. It's such a morbid, oh shit, like cliffhanger. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't believe that's happened to her. I just have this vision now of someone running up to the Inquisitor after Colin leaves mm. and goes, oh, sorry, milady, we've had some updated information. Uh, she, no, she did die. Yeah. Oh, Oh dear. Well, he's got. I've just told him 
Never mind. It, it, it just, fucking say a no word. One, no one mentioned it to him. <laughs> Don't say anything. It sounds better anyway, doesn't it? That yeah. She just died like that. Um, yeah, so season two. Yeah, really Very good. exciting. Yeah, Maureen O'Brien came back, didn't she, for the trailer, which was fantastic. Yes. Uh, that was yeah. That was a really lovely trailer. Mm. They did a very good job with that. And for a companion that you think, you know, uh, what happened afterwards? Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, this works. This is really nice. Yeah, it's fitting and it, you know, I, and the question has always been how they're going to tackle the black and white box sets. Mm. Yes, and if this is the the template for that, then I think they're going to do a, a good job because yeah. it seems like they're going to do like a big meaty retrospective. Yeah, doc. For each one. Yeah. Because you can't... I mean, it's difficult doing them for each individual story considering how many individuals maybe aren't around anymore yeah. to talk to. And also, like, those, you know, stories have been spoken about before on, on the DVDs. Yeah. So it's nice to, for them to change tact a little bit. Yeah. Um, this one's pricier than the other ones, though, isn't it? It is because the bloody seasons are so long. Mm. There's so many more stories. What yeah. is it? It's Planet of Giants, Dalek Invasion of Earth... The Rescue, The Romans, The Web Planet, The Crusade, The Space Museum, and then The Chase. So that's eight stories. And, and they're so, all and about nine parts long. I well. know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I get it. It makes sense yeah. know, for those older sets. Um, Meanwhile, season three is going to be like two discs <laughs> in a massive box with oh a load God. of empty spaces just with a question mark in there. Like, we might be able to fill this up one Maybe day. Maybe one day if we, you know, look for some more tapes in, yeah. in Deepest Darkest Africa. Maybe we'll find Have you some. asked Stella? Have you said oi? No, my other half's in Africa at the moment. She's travelling to countries that almost certainly will have Doctor Who stories in their vaults. Yeah. Unfortunately, she's a bit too tied up with her actual job. I hope she said to the main star over dinner at this moment, like, we could be doing this programme. Yeah. But how about you go looking for Doctor Who episodes? Listen, you're a Hollywood actor. You've got shit tons of money. Yeah. Do you want to fund my boyfriend's <laughs> excursion around Africa to find these missing tapes? Um, if things pan out and I end up going to New Zealand for a bit next year, I might be able to look in their archives for any more sensor clips or mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. That would be good. They're, they're probably not. No, they've been, the they've been they raided, I guess, yeah, haven't they? almost certainly. Sadly. Um, um, so, yeah, there was, a, cool. there was criticism, though, wasn't there, about the Crusade? Because, obviously, the Crusade is missing. Uh, yeah. And but, oh. people were like, why well, isn't it animated? But I don't necessarily think that it not being animated is a bad thing. Why is that? Well, maybe we'll go into that. Oh, talking dear. about today's episode. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm being slightly harsh there. Yeah. But... Um, I don't think that the animations necessarily are always the best way to go. Okay. Um, and I think for a story like The Crusade, mm. which we've already heard a million times over, is very difficult because of all the costume changes and yeah. how many character models that would require. Yeah. You know, maybe a recon, which are very good. Mm. Like I watched part of the one for Abominable Snowmen. And um, yeah, I think, well... For two, just to fill two episodes, yeah. why not? Why go to all that trouble of animating it? I agree. Um, I've, if the budget isn't there. I've got a... I mean, it might be controversial to some people, I don't know. But if we... Let's move on and talk about The Abominable Snowman. Yeah. Because, look, it's why we're here. Mm. And it looks like it's going to be the last, for a while at least, animation yeah. that we get. Which is gutting because... They have been a staple of the DVD range for, well, since 2006, is it? That was when The Invasion came out, 2007? Yes, it was, wasn't it? And um, then, because they had Invasion, and then they didn't do any for ages. For, for a long time, yeah. Then they were sort of fairly regular. And then they found this new funding model, yeah. and this new way of producing them. And 
it seemed to just really work. Mm. Like things really clicked. Um, I love the fact that we can now look at our shelves and go, never thought I'd have the Macro Terra and yeah. not like one that I printed off myself and yeah. stuck a loose yeah, panel yeah, yeah. on. Yeah. I never thought um, we'd own the abominable snow <clears throat> PG men. No, I know. Uh, I know. That's quite that, surprising. I, I've never heard, I don't know what story you're talking about there. No, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> apparently there's one called the abominable snowmen that's just been released. Is there really? Oh, yeah. If you looked at the spine, you wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Going into this, did you have high hopes based off of Big Finish Creative's previous efforts? Because it's the only other one they've done before, is it Fury from the Deep? Or have they done... They others? did Galaxy 4 and as Galaxy well, 4, didn't they? Now, Galaxy 4 was boring. But mm. it's a boring story. Mm. So, I... Because I watched the animation and I thought, God, this is dreary. Then I watched episode 3. And I thought, yep, it's still dreary. Yeah. So... It's I, not the animation's fault. It's not the animation's fault. It's just a very static episode um, of Doctor Who. And I think, you know, animation, animated... You want a bit of movement. Yeah. And unfortunately, when you've got a story which is just people stood around chatting for most of it, you know, what, what can you do? Uh, do you want to copy and paste that st statement and put Abominable <laughs> Snowman at the front of it as well? Well, I saw the trailer for Abominable Snowman. I thought, oh, wow, this is wicked. And I like the story. Mm. I've, heard, I've listened to the audio version. I've watched the Loose Cannon recon. I've read the Target book. Mm -hmm. Great. And we all did. So we all watched it. Me, Jonathan and Annie, we all sat down and watched it. We were very excited. Mm. Uh, we all had a perceived idea of the story going yeah. into it. Did you watch the real episode two or did you watch the animated episode two? So we watched episode one widescreen colour, much to everyone else's criticism. But I always say, no, this was how it was made and intended to be watched. I didn't even think twice about putting the colour one on. That was I went straight for really? that. Really? Yeah. And I sort of said, I think Billy will watch it in black and white. So it will give us a... I don't think it makes sense if it's not 16 by 9. Yeah. Because... Oh, sorry, 4, uh, four by, by 3. 4 by 3, yeah. Um, because, like... The, the intention with these animations is to widen the scope of the original story from a visual perspective. Yeah. Rather than the invasion and some of the other earlier animations. I mean, yeah. obviously they all take artistic license and there's more Cybermen on the moon than there could ever have been in a TV studio. Yeah. But I think with these ones, you really have to appreciate the work and the colour that, that's yeah, been yeah, put yeah. in there. It's been yeah. put in there for a reason. Exactly. So I said, you know, I will never watch it in colour widescreen ever again. I will always watch it in black and white mm. because... That's just how I roll. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so we watched part one and we sort of looked at each other and we said, crikey, anyone else? I was like, I was nodding off during that. And we all said, yeah, we were all nodding off during that. I was like, should we watch the actual episode two? Because I'd seen on Twitter that everyone was raving about how good it looked. Yeah, I haven't looked at it yet. Holy shit, it looks amazing. Really? The stuff on location, the transfer, I don't know if they have the actual mm. film transfers or what, it looked stunning. Did you watch it on Blu-ray? No, on DVD, and right. it still looked really good. It cool. was incredible. We were just agog, honestly. Mm. It was so good. So, so you, okay, so you watched, uh, and, and then did you go straight into watching three, four, five, and six after that? Uh, no, we had a break. Yeah. I, yeah, we watched three another day. Yeah, I did the same and thing. And then we watched four and five and six spread out on Saturday. Okay. I think. Um, but it was, it's this weird thing. Like, we had never noticed that there's no music. Mm. There's no incidental music throughout mm. the whole story. And the whole thing 
just feels empty. Mm. It's really bizarre, even though the, I mean, it looks amazing. Like I, I think the landscape stuff and the set design, it's all fantastic. The character models are cool. I don't necessarily agree with what they've done in terms of the character models for the monks. Oh, really? Um, I understand why they did it. But for me, as someone who will always, from now on, watch episode two, because mm. I would rather watch the surviving episode than the animation, yeah. I then go, oh, no, my head's all gone weird because that I, character does not look like that guy. I get that. I, I didn't watch the surviving episode two. Yeah. So for me, it wasn't that much of a... Whatever, yeah. Whatever. It, like, it didn't um, matter when I watched episode one. No. But as soon as I watched episode two, it cocked my brain up. And I think that it's probably, and I'm sure you agree, it's best that they, you know, actually use the ethnicities of the characters oh, yeah. they're oh, trying God, to portray. I can... Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know, I know you think that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Padma Sambhava is quite a departure from what we see in Snaps. Yes. Um, and... What did you think about his redesign? The UK number one single <laughs> when this episode came out was Engelbert Humperdinck. Um, yeah. I, so I, I, um, I'm probably going to be more favourable to the animation than you might be. Right. But I will say this. I watched the first three episodes on Sunday morning. I was mm. sat on my sofa with a bowl of cereal. Yeah. I had my pyjamas on and I was watching the animation and I thought, this is great. Doctor Who is a cartoon. Yeah, it yeah. really works. Yeah. And this really works. Yeah. And I think that there's uh, there's a lot of... I mean, the, the design of it generally yeah. is, is beautiful. Oh, yeah, like The way that they've designed the monastery yep. uh, is fantastic. But it did make me think, and this might be sacrilege considering how much everybody got their panties in a twist about stuff that got redacted from uh, Macra Terra... If they ever do any more missing episode animations, I would much rather give me all six parts with a decent photo Tedesnap recreation mm. and then maybe trim that six episodes down to 90 minutes and animate a 90 minute abridged version of it. Right. Because I, I just don't think that, that, that there are some episodes that just do not translate, I don't think, to animation. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, there are some things this animation could have done differently, yep. maybe, to make it feel like less of a six episode mammoth and i watched i watched three episodes went out for the day come back in the evening and i watched the last three yeah but i i if they ever do any more animations i just for, for a six episode story i think you need like and one that you can put on on um uh you know bbc america early morning for kids yeah, to yeah, watch yeah, yeah. like a like a cut down version of yeah. the adventure like the omnibuses yeah. The, yeah i don't think you need yeah, I mean, there were moments watching it where I was like, the, you know, you, it, and we've had it with all the releases, I think, that those silent moments. Yeah. And, then, um, and there's a lot of them in this one yeah. because there's no music. Yeah. And you're, just, and, and you're just like, right, well, something would be happening here, but obviously we don't know what would be happening here. Yeah. So uh, we've just got these figures just sort of stood around in a big set, not it really doing anything. Me of the, the first version of Power a lot. Yeah. That had a lot of that sort of just yeah. touching and waiting around for things to yeah. happen and people leaning and blinking and looking yeah. at each other. Yeah, and I think because it is such a small cast, it's mm. not a massive cast, is it really, this story? No. Even though you've got the few monks and 
there's one monk who every time he appeared on screen we said another one bites the dust because he looked exactly like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> I didn't notice. He's got a moustache. He looks like Freddie Mercury. I love it. Um, and then at the end of the story, when they're leaving the, the monastery, we were like, oh, he's going off to London now to record <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody with the rest of them, with Brian May and everybody. Um, yeah, it was just there's, there are moments in this story where it's the monastery is so big mm. and there's like, three characters in that main mm. hallway area. The kind of courtyard. The courtyard, yeah, yeah where, the, where the statue is. That was good when mm. that statue crushed that yeah. monk. That was and brilliant. I, I like when you first saw that, you were like, well, there's some kind of like real photographic yeah. elements in here. I yeah. thought that meshed together really nicely. And uh, it's just, yeah, when it when you've got a big wide shot and you've got a couple of people that in there. That was the problem. It just me. feels a bit empty. And again, when you have no soundtrack, yeah. it makes it feel even more empty because you know, well, if this was being shot at the time the actors would be moving about or yeah. there's facial expressions going on but obviously we can't do that so yeah. obviously we're, they're limited with what they can do and obviously they're limited by the budget you Massively. know yeah. i don't as, as someone who has never worked on these things mm. i have no idea how much it would cost to go oh i'll well, just cut into a close-up exactly that could cost friggin loads yeah. i don't know um and, uh, so you know throughout the whole process of watching this in the back of my mind, I was thinking, well, I am trying to be aware of what budgetary constraints and Technical and production constraints. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, but you don't need that many mid shots and long shots. <laughs> I mean, like, I was begging for to, just to get a close up of somebody in some shots, like some sequences. It just needed that extra angle just to yeah. just to visually freshen things yeah. up. Because like you say, you are just like when the doctor first walks into the monastery yeah. and he stands there at the door and then you get these I mean there's like two ten second static shots or kind of slightly panning around the room. Yeah. It does it, I I get you're setting the scene. Yeah. But I don't think you need to that was when I first thought you could cut, cut this so much that was of the, this exactly the moment I out. was thinking as well. And I'd much rather sit down and watch a yeah. ninety minute cartoon of this story. Yeah. And then if I fancy watching all six with the actual visuals, yeah. then I'll do, I'll do that. But. And, and I think the trouble with all the long shots is that it breaks the illusion somewhat because none of the characters cast shadows on the floor. No. And then suddenly you're, you're like, oh, they're not in that space. They, they feel flat. And, they... And, and I'm only looking at their legs and their, yeah. and their feet when yeah. they're walking. It's just like, God, it must be really hard to animate feet. Yeah. And and, yeah. I mean, I don't... I'm, obviously, it is completely not comparable at all but i'm going to compare it anyway when i used to do my action figure things mm. you know i would n try almost always never to shoot anyone walking because yeah. it was impossible to do yeah. and it looked weird and even though that you know the mouths eyes didn't move there was no facial expressions christ i would cut between yeah, people yeah, yeah. talking just to you know th that person is the one speaking mm -hmm. and it just makes it feel a bit more dynamic um so it feels even more annoying here where you're like, well, you have people moving. Yeah. Um, you have that animated movement. Um, just cut to someone chatting. But like we said, if it's the budget that exactly. is a problem and it, it makes more sense to do it yeah. wide or mid. Um, and, and, you know, we, I, I don't want to complain about it because we've, no, got, of course we've not. got it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it's lovely to have. Yeah. Um, I just think it might, it might be... Uh, uh, a casualty of look these need a lot of money yeah and these maybe need more time yeah or 
maybe the current model of doing them this way, we're now reaching the limits with the money that we currently it, have yeah. of making them yeah. dynamic animations and reconstructions. Because yeah. yeah. you, you look at this and you compare it to, and I know it's not everybody's cup of tea and it's certainly not one of my favourites, but The Reign of Terror yeah. and how much movement yeah. and... I mean, uh, that cut I know. too much, I, but... Exactly. Yeah. That, that is like one end of the spectrum yeah. and then this is another. Yeah. And they're both, but they're both trying to recreate a similar environment and yeah. a similar sort of pace. Mm. One of them is succeeds more than the other. Yeah, is, is all it is. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just think that I don't know. I don't think I can watch another six-part animation no. in this style. Yeah, I, I think I would have to, and if I did, I'd have to break it up more. Yeah, and that's also because I'm six-part averse. Apart from Genesis, the Daleks, mm. I don't really like. Episodes yeah. that are longer than four or five parts. Yeah, what's you know? that on Sunday? Genesis of the Daleks with it's the boys. Story. Yeah, they loved it. Watch it all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, See, it's easy with Genesis. Yeah, we ate, we broke for lunch mm. and then we finished it off. And <laughs> boys, we, here's your schedule for the day. <laughs> yeah. You'll watch episodes one to three of, Do of Genesis of the Daleks. <laughs> then you will have lunch for half an hour, <laughs> yeah. and then we will recon re reconvene in the uh, dining room. Pretty much, pretty yeah. much. And they loved it. They and Mum sat down and watched it. Because the, the kids always say, were saying to mum, like, well, Amelia was saying to mum, oh, what's your favourite Doctor... Aren't you Doctor... sick of this yet? Yeah, he said, what's your favourite Doctor Who story? And she was like, none of them. She said, like, <laughs> I can't stand it. She said, oh, no, I like Black Orchid. Um, because I guess that's more like an ITV whodunit that she would well, normally watch. Because it's two watch. episodes. She doesn't and have to two... sit there for <laughs> bloody yeah. two and a half hours. Um, but she was watching this one, and the first episode ended, and uh, she turned around and she said... She said that was pretty good. Wasn't it? <laughs> oh my god! And we were like, yeah. She's like, yeah. She said, I got speakers. I find. She said yeah. that was actually pretty good. She said, you know, and I've seen a lot of shit ones. <laughs> Let's get your mum to do a commentary of Black Orchid. Oh, <laughs> that would be good fun. That would be brilliant. Because she was like, oh, can we show that one to the? I think yeah. I think she said, oh, we can maybe we could show that one to the boys. I don't mind watching that one. And then she was like, oh no. There's I know that, you don't want to that. scare them, but you don't want to bore them to death either. I like Black Orchid, mm. and I liked it as a kid. Fair enough. Um... Yeah, so I mean, I think that's as much as we can really say about the animation. Yeah. I don't know if there's much more I have to weigh I in on. No, I mean... The Yeti? What do you think of the Yeti? Oh, every... okay, well, uh, there's another bit to talk about. Go, go on, talk okay, about Okay, well, every time the Yeti came on screen, we all went, oh, they just look so cute and cuddly. But even in the real story, they yeah. look cute and cuddly. It would, they... it would have been difficult to translate that unless you went, yeah. well, let's make them look like the web ones. Yeah. Um, and but, that that would have been wrong. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're you know they're 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 big arses <laughs> wibbling and wobbling about, um, uh, and they don't roar. No, they don't. I, they I, don't I, make any noise. No, I was really surprised. I was like, when are they gonna? There's that fight that one of them has when it when it kind of when in the animation it just sort of knocks a couple of people over. Yeah. But then you, you don't want to animate. It lifting somebody over its head and going <laughs> like that, like more, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, but oh, that would have been amazing. <laughs> I I really like them in this story. I think they've got a really good presence. I think the, the trouble is, uh, and we'll mention him now, Padma Sambhava. Yeah. What do you make of his new um, design? I watched it and I went, oh, I've seen you somewhere before. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah. Looks, oh, my God. He, he looks like a Cartoon Network. Yeah. Like, Courage the Cowardly Dog. With the dog. green glowing eyes yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. I think... I think it would have been fine if they hadn't have given him that, like, weird skew with 
mouth. Vagina mouth, yeah. Vagina mouth. Yeah. And like all the weird teeth. Mm. And it just made him look like he was sort of smiling the whole time. Yeah. And Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, it just was a bit weird. And it that's that I think that Padma Sambavar, I reckon, is up there with your Sutex and your Omegas really in terms scary. of all powerful yeah. fuck you up. Yeah. I can levitate, motherfucker. <laughs> that know. was amazing. Yeah, yeah. That was so good. That whole we were, sequence at the end was brilliant. We were like, holy shit. Yeah. He is and not messing think, around. Like, Pabasamavar, great intelligence, blah, blah, blah. And I think that's a distinction that sort of muddies my kind of... We've always said the Doctor Who stories that typically don't work for us, generally. Mm. It's because the villain maybe doesn't have as strong a presence or you don't quite know what they're getting at with their plan. Yeah. But... Padma Sambavar yeah. slash Great Intelligence yeah. certainly has a lot of presence. Yeah. That voice is terrifying. It's so scary. It's really frightening. Yeah. And, you know, it works on audio. Um, like, the, mm. you know, that yeah. works brilliantly, that voice. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. There were a few times when watching the animation, I was shutting my eyes, not just because I was falling asleep, mm. but I was closing my eyes and thinking... I, I think I might be enjoying this more yeah. imagining it yeah. rather than watching it yeah. on screen. And I um, think I think when you saw him through the veil... That was wicked, yeah. That was really effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think that when you see what he looks like, the voice and the power and the, the grotesqueness of his voice at times yeah. really translates to what he ends up looking like. Yeah. And... I, I loved when he turned into dust. Yeah, when that he was lost. Cool. That was yeah. really cool. Yeah, um, and obviously the levitation stuff was good. But you know, it's, it's, maybe it's the design style. But his, his face didn't seem textured enough for me. He felt like he was from a different thing. Yeah. He just yeah. felt like he was from another production. A different asset they dragged yeah. in. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, and like when you compare to how he looked like in the original thing, I know there's not that many images of yeah. him in the original. Obviously, he was just a dude in, like, latex makeup and yeah. stuff. Um, and I just sort of thought, oh, you know, I get what they were going for, that mm. he was old and mummified, mm. and he was mm. like this cadaver. And I think it was a clever and that's idea. that's a great idea. Um, that's definitely the way you would take it if yeah. you didn't know anything about that story um, and you thought he's being kept alive by this presence. Yeah. He'd obviously be wizened and ancient. And, and I think, you know, maybe he shouldn't have been in the white robes. Maybe he should... Because in the... Naked. <laughs> go bo- bollock naked <laughs> I wanted to see a shriveled mummified penis on I can, the... I can picture it like Dr Manhattan's schlong flailing <laughs> around in Watchmen when he floats in the air <laughs> no that, I just that, that is a big one isn't it <laughs> yeah. no, no there's a little one three <laughs> <laughs> years have not been kind to you <laughs> about 300 years ago when I was here as, <laughs> it was as a, William Hunt it, it, it was a right hand for like a <laughs> um yeah, you know, I think he would have been, you know, in the, in the actual episode, he's in more ornate robes. Mm. And I think, oh, that might have just been a bit better. It needed yeah. a bit of colour to make him pop a bit, I With think. just a bit of dandruff on his shoulders or something. Yeah, just, like just, he's yeah, been... just look tatty it up or yeah. something, like moth-eaten. Yeah. I don't know, but it's, it's a minor quibble. I liked the web effect coming out of the, the cave. That yeah. was cool. That reminds me. Yeah. So what, what, what is the plan? What does the great intelligence want? Because I mentioned uh, there was mentions of he doesn't just want the monastery, he wants the whole mountain, and da da da. da. What? What? Why? What? How? Why? When? I don't know. So there's because he wants corporeal form, doesn't he? I think that's. I think the idea is he's just going to con- consume the planet and then move on to the next one. Okay. I think. Okay. 
Right. I don't know if the Web of Fear, if you watch them back to back, if perhaps that fleshes it out a bit Maybe, more. maybe. Yeah. It's, I mean, it didn't seem like there was a villain plan. No. It just kind of seemed like, you know, um, bad man wants to do bad thing. Yeah. We'll do bad thing. Mm. And that's kind of it. Yeah. Which is fine. I don't need my Doctor Who stories to have any great weight or meaning behind the intense, the intention of the no. villain. But when I'm sat there for six episodes, mm. I kind of want a bit of a reason for all this happening. Yeah. And, you know? Yeah. No, I know what you mean. And I was... Did you notice the call back, well, the call forward to the snowmen? No. Oh, the, the, the big thing that they smashed up. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was quite cool. Yeah. Jonathan and Annie were not impressed. They no. Were like, no, it wasn't there. It shouldn't have been in it. But I thought, no, that was a clever way of tying yeah. that because the snowmen is set before this story. Exactly. Yeah, for the great is, intelligence. This isn't like a historical. It's a contemporary enough story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Travers knows what a robot is. Yeah. Um, and can go, that'd be preposterous. Like, yeah. you know, it's a modern enough story. Uh, what do you think of Professor Travers? Oh, he's brilliant, isn't he? Brilliant. What really a character. Good. Very good. And I mean, yeah, it's great because he comes back in Web of Fear. Mm. Um, it's a shame he doesn't come back more, really. No, I think the same of Padma Sambhavar. Yeah. I kind of, or The Great Intelligence. I kind of feel like this is a great setup for. Yeah. It's almost like, I mean, obviously, The Web of Fear becomes the sort of template for maybe if we do Doctor Who on Earth, mm. it can be like this all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> but having like Travers, maybe Travers coming back yeah. is the first time they've gone, well, we can have like allies on Earth that sometimes help yeah. the Doctor, right? Because they even mention going to see him in the invasion, don't they? But he's not they there. They do, yeah. yeah. So exactly. it's nice they've got this like cool little, yeah. across that those two seasons, yeah. this little uh, character mm. hook. And interesting as well when you think, that there's only one story, I think, between this and y- Web. Yeah, it's Ice Warriors. And then they're back all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Wow, like, obviously you wouldn't have got a reaction quickly enough from an audience to commission the script and shoot it and get it done and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I would imagine. Mm. But they just went, this works. Yeah, like, they this obviously is a just good really format. liked it. It's a good story. Yeah. You just need to make them look less like teddy bears mm. and we're away. Yeah. You know, let's make them look less like Merkins and we'll be... We'll be doing a good job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, less. I, I, I can't really think what the plots were to any of the stories. But does the st- the great intelligence stories that come along with Matt Smith? I always forget he's even in the Matt Smith era. No, I know, I know. I mean, when I think of the great intelligence, I only see Richard E. Grant going. Whatever, yeah. you know, I only that is the embodiment of the great intelligence for me. It's not some crazy, beautiful, omnipotent space cosmosy galaxy thing. Yeah, and didn't they like wank around with it or something? And they did they make him like he was like a little sad boy or something? Oh, and it was probably. his personality. It was he needed love. Probably because that was that the Stephen the... Moffat era in a fucking nutshell. God, you're always bashing Stephen. Oh, Moffat. I know. You're terrible. All you need is love. Finally, he's been able to name a Beatles song. I know, I was waiting for that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, um, yeah, uh, I, a few standout scenes and moments that I thought were quite good. Yep. I think the cliffhanger to episode three is very good. 
with the Yeti waking up. Oh yeah. Around Victoria, because you've got like um, I forgot his name, not Timote. What's his name? Tomney. Tomney. <laughs> running around. <laughs> Do you use Timote? Um, he's wandering around trying to find her. Yeah. And then she wanders into the because she's 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 trying to be somewhere else and she's hiding and then she ends up in the same room as the oh, I can't Yeti. Because otherwise he she... assumes that I paid enough attention oh, or was true. still awake at that point. That's true. Um, uh, I, I, episode six, and I have no idea what anybody wants and why. Um, Songson killing Chrisong. Yeah, that was good. Really yeah. good. Because <laughs> I, I was shocked that they yeah. killed him off. I yeah. completely forgotten. I thought, I, yep. shit, like, yeah, he just shanked him. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. That was a shank, was it? Yeah, <laughs> shanked, shanked him. He shanked him. He shanked him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was really surprised, and I thought it was done well. But my God, he is the worst security man oh, no, I know. that ever existed. I know. Do you mind holding my my sword? knife for it? You slightly suspicious. Yeah, man. I know. I know. It's like we've just had a conversation where I know that you're a wrong one, and this I'm not convinced by anymore either. But yeah, yeah take my knife, and while I turn my back on you, <laughs> like you know, um, but. I thought that was really good. Similarly, I thought that when um, the Doctor finally meets Padma Sambhavar... Yeah. ...and he's begging him for help... Yeah, yeah. ...it's like, whoa, that's really affecting. Mm. Like, all good villains have that that sliver of, you know, tragedy to them. Yes. You know, Davros is, you know, he's confined to this chariot and he's horribly, you know, disfigured mm. and all this sort of stuff. And he's a, but he's a ranting, raving lunatic, so you can't yeah. feel too sorry for the guy. And but like Sharon's Jack, you know, yeah. he, would, he probably would... But he's the most tragic, mm. operatic, tragic figure of them all. Yeah. But Padma Sambhava's like, you know, this is an old friend of mine who's come to help. He's brought back the Holy Ganter and all this sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I, you know, I am being confined to this form. Yeah. And it's it's really, yeah, quite affecting, I think. Yeah. There were some really good bits where they obviously went off script, where you had the... Um, the, the moment where the abbot mm. uh, was talking to Pabba Sambhavar and it all went black behind him mm. and he sort of zoned out. I was like, yeah. well, that's a cool directorial yeah. choice. And also later on where he talks about how he met the intelligence. And you see the galaxy. Yeah, I thought that was very good. I liked the, the effect of the pyramid. Yeah. Kind of all of its web yeah, tendrils going out. That looked really neat as well. Yeah. Um, and the balls moving around. They were good as well. I, when I when I looked at it, I thought it shouldn't be rolling like BB-8. It should be totally oh, should, static yeah. along the floor. I can't yeah. imagine it not, you know, it shouldn't be glowing. It should just be totally yeah. frictionless, just moving like a really crap prop around the floor. That's when it kind of, for me, I'm like, yeah, it, obviously it's better, but it threw me. It, yeah, for a it sec. was too good. Too good. Um, let's talk about Pat in this yeah. story. I thought that first bit when he goes out for a scout around... Mm. And then comes back and is like, yeah, nothing's wrong. Don't yeah. worry. Just stay in here. Make sure you stay in here. Don't yeah, go outside. Yeah. Nothing's wrong. It's fine. That was really cool. Yeah. And it's, you know, when you, when people like Sylvester McCoy and Peter Davison, and they, they, when they say, well, I was trying to call back to that slightly sort of ambiguous, mm. I don't know if he's on the right side of this kind of thing. Yeah. I always thought, I don't think Pat's always like that, though. I don't think you could say that's a core trait of his character. No. That he's manipulative in the same way that the Seventh Doctor is. Yeah. But in this case, certainly, it's like, you bastard. Like, you're not telling Jamie, of all people. Yeah. Like, you know, your best friend. Yeah. You're yeah. not telling him that, 
there's something out there that you can face together or whatever. It's just, I thought that was yeah. an interesting dynamic. It, yeah, and I mean, I, I think that whole first episode, or that whole TARDIS scene at the mm. beginning is really, really nice. Mm. There's a lovely little um, moment between all of them, yeah. you know, rummaging through the chest. And, yeah. you know, there was a great bit when he opens the chest and all the cutlery goes smashing to the floor. Yeah. It's like, that's a very second Doctor thing to do. I noticed it a couple of times in this story, but certainly in that first scene, Pat's doing a lot of his <gasps> covering yeah, for his, he's forgotten his line. Yeah. He's doing that quite a few times yeah. in that one. I thought it was quite interesting. It's really good. And it's, again, it's, I think this story just highlights how tragic it is that we can't watch the actual thing because, yeah. you know, I say every time we review one of these stories, um, with all the good will in the world, you're never going to capture Patrick Troughton's no, facial no, expressions no, and no. how good he is. Do you imagine um, trying to... I mean, they've done it with, with Charda, but, like, doing Tom yeah, in animation form. No, it's just... It doesn't just, quite work. No, you can't no. get that dynamism, you know? He's, he's always fizzing all the time. Yeah. And you can't really yeah. translate that. This is... I mean, I'm, I know what the answer is going to be, but... Do you kind of regret the fact that they made Sharda as an animation? Uh, I regret that they've done it so many times. <laughs> you know, like, come on, we could have done something else. This is what I mean. It's like, know, oh. Or like, could you not over, like, with the money that you spent on that, maybe just, like, spread it out, giving that one a couple more grand or yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Or, you know, I guess now that we're not going to get Wheel in Space, which would have completed season yeah, five. Yeah. For me, I'm a bit like, oh. And I think that, would actually be fine with this animation style. Yeah. Because I think the thing that makes it flat looking, which I think is the problem with this design, yeah, um, is that there's no real kind of depth in, maybe it's different in black and white actually, to be fair, but it doesn't feel like there's any real depth in the space that they're using. Yeah. Like there's in, in the, in the, um, Abbott's sort of main like chamber mm. where he's talking to Padma Sambhavar. You don't really get an impression of like depth in the lighting yeah. necessarily. It's all quite flat and yeah. one colour. <clears throat> and but I like the fact, yeah, you could like you could expand the backdrops. Yeah, yeah. But I, I and you, like for the wheel in space, you know, you could have a big bridge with yeah. lots of people at computers and doing lots stuff. of lights flashing in the background. Yeah, just to and make it would just make it feel happen. a bit more alive. Exactly, and I think it's fine when it's confined to a studio, and mm. you know, you're going to make it pretty much look like it did on the show because yeah. you know you don't want to go too crazy with a story no. like that. But I think the wheel would really suit this animation. Yeah, I just think the scope of this story is just slightly too yeah. big. And I think, especially watching it in colour, it's like, oh, it just feels a bit too, weirdly enough, too colourful. Mm. Like, so much of the atmosphere of this story yeah. comes from it being in black and white, yeah. Yeah. like, moodily lit yeah. and stuff. You think, oh, if only they went more for that rather than being realistic, bright, we're in the Himalayas. Snow everywhere. Yeah, you know. It's like white and grey and blue. Yeah, you know, you know perhaps they could have gone more misty and mm. weird. And I, I, I don't know. It's. I didn't think it contrasted that well when, you, when they're in the cell yeah. and they've got the door open and they've obviously got it so that it's like a kind of a walkway. Yes. And you've got the blue in the background. Yeah. But it's just like sky blue yeah. which is just one colour yeah. and so it breaks everything up a bit too much yes you know well this is the thing when we were watching it Annie kept saying like oh I didn't realise this was all outside yeah, yeah. I was like no normally I yeah. thought they were you know in a building yeah. you know or just have some I say just like I know how much money it costs yeah. to do yeah, it yeah just do that just have a cloud <laughs> just every now and again just 
go by, Drift. like they a did, screensaver. They did have some goats. They did have some goats. Yeah. I guess because they couldn't remove them from the soundtrack and they were like, fuck, we've got to put some goats in now because yeah. you can hear them in the background. There's that good bit when they were all leaving and there's like this goat yeah. being led along. I yeah. was like, oh. That was sweet. He was good. Um, the Yeti at the end. I was going to ask that. I yeah. would love to see how they... Re- I mean, part of me thinks that Travers just sees it off screen and runs off. Well, I got a funny feeling it is just a ye- just one of the Yeti suits. Oh, okay. Um, because in the reconstruction, because mm. I watched most of part six of the reconstruction, because I wanted to compare how they did it, because I think that whole last sequence in the animation is fantastic. Yeah, it is. With him floating up in the air, yeah, like yeah, going, yeah. you know, Super Saiyan or whatever. Um, but he does, well, from the screen grabs, he doesn't quite fly up into the air. Yeah, yeah. Um, like something from The Exorcist. Yeah. Um, but it still looks really cool. And th- yeah, they just used the model because they animated all of the Yeti yeah. in the photo reconstruction. Yeah, yeah. So they've got all these CGI Yeti running around. Great. They look really good. Yeah. And then you've got like CGI Jamie and Tomney going in, smashing stuff up. God. It was more, there was more action and animation yeah. in that little snippet, mm. which was like eight frames yeah. than in most of the actual animation itself. It was weird. And I was like, well, what? Mm. do that. Yeah. You know, all right, you can't do it for six episodes. But if you could do a bit more of that in yeah. these photo recons, yeah. holy shit, it would liven them up so much. Like literally, there's a bit where Tomney picks up this pole, chucks it to Jamie, he grabs it, and then he smashes the sphere. Wow. And that is all animated. I'm going to have to watch that. You ha- yeah. Back. Because, like, episode one, it's your, <clears throat> your standard sort of uh, screen grab, mm. screen grab, edit, Photoshop screen grab, you know. Sure. And it works fine. But then when you get to that action bit at the end, mm. we watched it and we were like, my God, they went to town on this yeah, bit. Yeah. And I guess it needs to be. And then it, it's weird because you have all that and then you have the bit where the mountain explodes and it's like two screen grabs <laughs> of, like, a mountain and then... Bang. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and it's just go. It's just stuck there yeah. for ages, and you're like, oh, God. "Okay, yes, it it it, it exploded. We, we can we get it." It's sure. like a shame we can't see this actually happening. But yeah, I think I, it's it's. It, I mean, I don't know what it says about the animation that when you're watching it, you think, "I really want to see how they did that." Yeah, you know, I feel like that's kind of an issue. An issue if you're thinking about what it really looked like. Yeah. Because the artistic license they take with these new animations mm. is brilliant. Yeah. I think that for artistic license, Fury from the Deep yeah, yeah, is yeah. the best they've done because those big, you know, uh, foundry type facilities look brilliant. And yeah, there's yeah. no way that it would have looked that good. No, of course not. On the show, no chance. Yes, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you've got to go, well, how, you know, how did they do the Pabasambabar bit? Or, yeah. Um, you know, what do the Yetis look like wandering around inside the monastery? Because mm. there's none of that. No, no, you no. You, there's, there's such, there's nothing in terms of material, really, yeah. of the Yetis in the studio. No. And I'd love to have seen a bit of that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, especially that one that, like, wakes up and yeah. breaks out and stuff. And then, and, yeah, and then wanders off and, yeah, you know, yeah, it, yeah, I think, all in all, I'm, I'm happy we have it, of course. Oh, yeah. You, you, you know, and, and just because we have some criticisms of it doesn't mean that we think it's rubbish or no, no, no. shouldn't be on our shelves. Oh, God, and blah, no, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, yeah. Like, my God, we're so lucky to get this stuff. Um, doesn't make it immune from criticism, obviously. No, of course not. But, um, you know, it 
it was it was lovely to experience it in a different way. Yes. This story. Oh yeah, 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 uh, for sure. It, it's definitely got a lot of a lot of pluses, um, but it did it did kind of make me think. I don't know if this is the right model for stories of this length. Yeah. And it did make me think. Is there another way that we can keep these animations coming? Mm. But you know, we if if it means I don't know. I'll, we'll, we'll ask everybody out there. Yeah. If it meant that you got uh, an animation a year. But on the release, you got a really, really good 90-minute cut-down of the, a six-part story. But if you wanted it, you've also got the Telesnap reconstruction of all six episodes. And it, they put a bit of money into that as well. Yeah. Would that be okay? Yeah. Would people be all right with that? Or would you rather have the animations as they are, as they are at no. the moment, or yeah. six as they are? Because I think there's an argument to say that maybe... Oh, there's definitely a for and against for, yeah, you know, and, and especially, and I don't mean to sound morbid, but especially as the people buying this stuff, that, you know, it's not, it's, it's going to exclude most young people from buying this release. Yeah. I mean, the fact it doesn't have a Dalek on the cover doesn't help it no. on the shelves. Yeah. And then the fact that when you put it in, it's six episodes of quite, a quite static adventure. Yeah. Because that's the story is slow, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So there's no music. Yeah. And you've got the Yeti and they're quite lumbering. So I sort of feel like maybe there's an argument to do it in a different way. But Yeah, it's true. And then it makes you sort of think, although they've been very successful with the Dalek animations, because mm. I mean, Evil of the Daleks was superb. You know, you, you do sort of think like, crikey, how would they have done Dalek Master Plan? Such a yeah. mammoth story as yeah, that. Yeah, you know? I know. You know, is that just completely out of the realms of possibility? You know, without doing something like saying, well, we'll cut the Feast of Stephen because yeah. nothing really happens that is relevant to the whole plot of the yeah. story. Yeah, um, Like, but you, I mean, you have to give them, you have to, on the disc, you have to have all of them on there in some respect, Oh, yeah, oh, you know? yeah, of course, yes, yeah. So maybe, maybe with the way that photo editing has come along, and I'm not saying you do it like um, those apps that can animate people's mouths talking. Yeah. But because photo editing has come such a long way, Maybe you just put a load of money into six episodes of Telesnap reconstructions, yeah. and see what that looks like. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'd I'd happily watch the Dalek Master Plan like like that. I yeah. don't think I could watch this animation mm. over twelve episodes. No, you know, I just I don't think it translates. But yeah, that's just me. Did you watch the making of? I didn't watch Trenton in Tibet. No, I didn't get it's time for it. It's really good. Yes. It's really good. Uh, Chris loves his drone shots. He does love his drone uh, shots. And why not? Because it's such a fantastic yeah, location. I know. And to it, get a police box up there. I know. To see him Fraser, see mm. the TARDIS. It was really nice. It yeah. was really quite quite touching. Um, yeah, I mean, God, it was fantastic. The first thing we saw when we were watching it was like, we need to do a little road trip, I think. To... I, I, I mean, I've been saying this for a long time. I yeah. think we should do a little location trip. A little recce. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was really sweet. Obviously, you know, being a story of the 60s, the number of contributors are limited because most of the cast are no longer with us. Mm. Um, do you know it's harder to get contribs for early 70s stories than it is for a lot of the 60s? Wow. Well, yeah, you think that most of the whole cast is... Yeah. And and the writers. And the writers, the, yeah. Uh, the earliest uh, script editor that you can speak to now is Chris Bidmead. Never. Mm. He is the earliest script... He's, wow. He's the oldest surviving script editor from the show. Bloody hell. Mm. 
That is insane. I know. Wow. And on that morbid thought, ladies and gents, <laughs> oh, God. we'll end it here. Um, yeah, but the, the Big King of was great. Yeah. It was lovely. I will watch I, it when give, I get back. Give, give it a watch. I will watch um, it. They talk about some really interesting stuff about what they did with Padmasambhavar that oh, yeah. didn't end up in the televised ah. version. And like the, when we heard about it, it was like, wow, that's wicked. Wow. And then they were like, yeah, it was too much, so we had to. They cut oh. it, and we were like, "Oh." <laughs> so it was shot, but cut. It, I guess so. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I look forward to seeing that. So yeah, it was really good, but um, yeah, like we said, it's a it's a nice release. Yeah. It's a shame that this is the last one it for really the foreseeable is. future. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Um, and I guess it, it does make you realise what you what you lose out of the range. Like you, you realise how much the range has given you yeah. when you are like, well. It, it might be the last one. Yeah. At least for a while. I don't think it will be the last one. Ever. I'm sure they'll find, you know, <clears throat> they'll find financing somewhere in some capacity. I think when the new show comes out, maybe and, you the... know, a lot of people are hedging their bets on it being the thing that kind of reignites some mm. elements of the franchise that have maybe been laying a bit dormant or maybe yeah. needed a bit more of a cash injection or whatever. I think that some people are going to come forward and go, I'll put some money into that. I think that's it, isn't it? And I, it's funny because after we did that interview with Al, I kept seeing people saying stuff like, well, if, there's, if they haven't got the money to do these things, then take the license away from character and give it to someone who does. I was like, no, no, you don't understand. Yeah. No one's watching Doctor Who, and mm. no well, one re relative to yeah, you the know, boom period. yeah, exactly. So, so no one wants to put money into it. Why yeah. would you put money into something that people aren't going to buy? Yeah, and it, it's all very well people on the internet saying, "Well, I'd buy one, and my friend on the forums would buy one." Mm. Yeah, but when you put that all together, that's about thirty people. I know, I know. You know, that's not. I, I, that's not a business, is it? There was a lot of stuff that came out of the Al interview, which. I'm immensely proud of, and you did such yeah. an amazing job putting it together. Um, that just make you think, it makes you realise, like, does anybody listen to? I know anything anyone says. It's so annoying. I was I was going through the replies. This is me having a moan. Yeah, I was going through the replies on Twitter. Mm. And well, what, well, you, but but all you need to do is to do a Sasha Dewan is to get a new head sculpt and do that. Is it, he literally <laughs> says in the, watch the video. He yeah. literally says why he won't do that. Yeah, yeah. Same with an Amy Master. It just it winds me up. It's like, God, it's, it's literally there. Yeah, yeah. You know, just listen. And and again, just like you said in that case, how many people are actually going to buy it? Yeah. I'm not just talking about new series action figures. I'm talking about Doctor Who merchandise in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether yeah. it's a Sergeant Benton or if it's a Yeti mm. or, a, a, you know, if they re-released the Pat Troughton in fur coat yeah. and stuck it in B&M. Yeah. You know, I'm sure loads of Doctor Who fans would go and grab it and they would make as many as the Doctor Who fans would buy. But if they made it to the same volume as the Jodie Whittaker action figures, yeah. you'd get shit tons of pats in fur coats with TARDISes yeah. on the shelves. Because the audience, as big as, as we like to think Doctor Who audiences, kind of, in a lot of respects isn't there. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I said it on this podcast before, how my brother's colleague said to a group of, I think they were year sevens, mm. mentioned Doctor Who, and they were all, well, they all went, what's that? Yeah, yeah. You know, how have we ended up in this position? It's crazy, but wow. I think this is it. I think people are, I don't know, they're just not living in reality. <laughs> I no, think it's, I, the, it's the problem. I, I think people are so blinkered in their, in their views on yeah, particular things. Because that... it got so big, mm. and you, you, obviously you don't want to then go, oh, well, it's not, it's not any. It's not as popular anymore. Nobody wants you don't to admit want to, that. No, of and course that, not. And that's fine, you know. But 
you have to face the kind of reality yeah. of it at times. You have um, to face the facts. The Daleks are closing in on us. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Um, or not, as the case may be. <laughs> <laughs> you may want to deny this reality, but the reality yeah. of it is that it just... I can't possibly comment. No, I couldn't possibly comment. Yeah. We should have got out to say that. I know, I yeah. know. He would have done it. He would have done it. Definitely. Oh, he should have said, can we, can we Alan, Alan Yentob you? <laughs> There's always next time. Next time. Next There's time we get him in, we'll, uh, we'll get him to do that. The thing that we definitely know will be coming up next time yeah. is we, we're getting all this information about the centenary Yeah, DWM. whatever it's called. Yeah. So we, we've got information coming out about that so that's good we've obviously got the centenary itself yep. coming up uh, and we'll do our review of that in october but also because it will have launched and gone live by the time this episode comes out the big jodie whittaker era poll oh yes so you've got 13 categories that you can vote on if you're a patron there'll be some other ones that you can vote on that'll be patreon exclusive as well uh, we've got stuff like best tv episode best new writer best director best guest star doctor defining moments all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, and it's going to be, uh, and I should say from the outset, the Centenary special will not be part of the voting. Yeah. Purely because it would be nice to do a big wrap up of Jodie's era and send it on its way. Yeah. But I think if we include the Centenary in the rankings, it's either, it's going to be a DWM poll where it's either number one yeah, everyone or will be, it's yeah. at the bottom because something happened that really pissed everybody <laughs> off yeah. and everyone's going to vote for it to be at the bottom. Yeah. So it's not, so the Centenary special is not part of the voting, but maybe like in six months to a year's time, we'll come back around to yeah. it and we'll add it in as part of the I rankings. I guess if we do another Roddy's. Yeah. Well, it'll be part of the rankings for that anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you can go, there'll be links in the description down below, links all over the socials, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, don't look at the Facebook because it's totally barren. I don't focus on Facebook. Um, who so, uses Facebook anymore? Yeah, who uses Facebook apart from neo-Nazis? Um, so yeah, we'll be doing the, the Jodie Whittaker era poll. Uh, uh, in the next couple of weeks as well. Which That'd will be, be very, very cool. good. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, I can't remember anything about any of that era. I'm so. looking forward to you going through it and giving me like, the answers that you put director, in. Director, who? Yeah. Writers, who? Yeah. Episodes, what? Well, don't worry. I put all the episodes the directors did next to them. So you can go oh, them. that's good. Very, very good. good. Oh, all well the, done. All the quotes and the moments from particular episodes, they're all in there. And, oh, okay. And it'll, Sagan's, it'll all come back to me. Yeah, now. Sagan's score, obviously, there's no Flux soundtrack out, so none of the scores from Flux are part of the voting. And, yeah only official releases and so on but best alternate media adventure all the games all the yeah. all the live events you know there were live events with Judy Whittaker well there was Time Fracture oh yeah oh yeah I never she's went. in so it I, I'm, it's part of it I'm, I missed it so oh you did didn't you no, didn't maybe I have it. to stick the escape room in there as well for people who did that oh yeah that was a thing that's still in Bristol you know is it that's still at Cabot really we haven't done it we haven't done it no oh, we should probably do it yeah I know we should do that. Let's, let's, no, let's do it. We'll do it. Let's yeah. do it. You've got enough people who would who, to do it. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Enough saddos. Anyway, <laughs> thank you very much for watching, ladies and gents. Yes, thank you. Um, I guess goodbye. I guess goodbye. <laughs> Farewell. Stick around if you want. I don't know. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>